Section 3 of Report on Securing and Growing the Digital Economy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report on Securing and Growing the Digital Economy by the Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity. 2. The State of Cybersecurity and a Vision for the Future Computing technologies have enormous potential to improve the lives of all Americans. Each day we see new evidence of how transformative these technologies can be, and the ways they can positively affect our economy and our quality of life in the workplace. We live in a digital economy that helps us work smarter, faster, and more safely. Change is not limited just to our workplaces, of course. Our lives are enriched by digital devices and networks, and by the innovators who have found creative ways to harness technology. Still, our digital economy and society will achieve full potential only if Americans trust these systems to protect their safety, security, and privacy. A wave of highly publicized incidents over the last several years has brought the importance of cybersecurity into focus for policymakers, private sector leaders, and the American people. Concerns that malicious cyber activity could have a significant national impact on critical infrastructure, such as the power grid and the financial system, continue to grow even as we achieve success in bolstering cybersecurity. The Commission examined key cybersecurity issues, identified the main challenges to achieving cybersecurity and securing the digital economy, and offers the following broad findings. 1. Technology companies are under significant market pressure to innovate and move to market quickly, often at the expense of cybersecurity. In many industries, being first to market continues to take priority over being secure to market. Security features later may be added to subsequent versions of a product, but doing so results in a product with inferior security compared to one that has security integrated into its initial design and development of a new product. The adoption of secure coding practices, as well as the development and use of better tools, can significantly reduce the number of exploitable vulnerabilities in software products. However, these practices and the need to develop and deploy tools take time and money to implement and can slow down the pace of development and release. Both larger and smaller companies grapple with this issue. In many respects, smaller companies have even less flexibility in light of market pressures and constraints in accessing appropriate expertise. 2. Organizations and their employees require flexible and mobile working environments. The days of employees working only at an office using an organization-issued desktop computer fully managed by the organization are largely over. Market forces and employee demands have made bring-your-own-device the de facto option in many workplaces. Few organizations are able to function without connecting to vendors, customers, and partners in multiple global supply chains. Organizations no longer have the control over people, locations, networks, and devices on which they once relied to secure their data. Mobile technologies are heavily used by almost every organization's employees, Yet security for mobile devices is often not considered as high a priority as security for other computing platforms. In short, the classic concept of the security perimeter is largely obsolete. 3. Many organizations and individuals still fail to do the basics. 
malicious actors continue to benefit from organizations and individuals' reluctance to prioritize basic cybersecurity activities and their indifference to cybersecurity practices. These failures to mitigate risk can and do allow malicious actors of any skill level to exploit some systems at will. 4. Both offense and defense adopt the same innovations. For example, near-term advances in machine learning, automation, and artificial intelligence have the potential to address some of the persistent problems in cybersecurity, yet criminals and nation-state adversaries undoubtedly will find malicious uses for these capabilities as well. Likewise, quantum computing has the potential to render useless some of the encryption technology we rely on today. 5. The attacker has the advantage. Some threats against organizations today are from teams composed of highly skilled attackers that can spend months, if not years, planning and carrying out an intrusion. These teams may be sponsored by nation-states or criminal organizations, hacktivist groups, and others. Less skilled malicious actors can easily purchase attack toolkits, often with technical support, enabling them to readily participate in criminal activities. A security team has to protect thousands of devices, while a malicious actor needs to gain access to only one. The cost to attack a system is only a fraction of the cost to defend it. 6. Technological complexity creates vulnerabilities. Complexity today is affected by the continuously changing and interdependent environment, the increased number of mobile clients, and the compressed time available from when a product is first conceptualized to when it goes to market. As the size and complexity of software and computing systems continue to grow, more vulnerabilities are exposed and introduced into environments that are increasingly difficult to manage. As more and more programs and systems are expected to be able to integrate seamlessly with each other, vulnerabilities are created when and where they connect, exponentially expanding opportunities for risk. The constant cycle of updating software, often to address security flaws, can introduce new vulnerabilities and increase system complexity. Complexity also arises from the connection of Internet of Things, IoT, devices that have both antiquated software and newly generated hardware and software. 7. Interdependencies and supply chain risks abound. Our way of life has become reliant on complex webs of interconnected infrastructure with many interdependencies. The fast-moving shift to increased connectivity oversimplified in the term Internet of Things, along with its many vulnerabilities and much more decentralized structure, has introduced an entirely new component into the equation. Communities, businesses, and industries may not be fully aware of their interdependencies, many of which involve small and large companies that contribute to the supply chain that develops products. Likewise, elements of critical infrastructure, such as the electric grid and communication systems, are dependent on other sectors for their own operation. 8. Governments are as operationally dependent on cyberspace as the private sector is. Governments face cybersecurity challenges that the private sector does not. These challenges include a large legacy information technology base, difficulty competing for cybersecurity talent, a procurement process that is not built for the digital age, and an inability to plan future investment beyond the horizon and functionality of the legislative budget cycle. 9. Trust is fundamental. The success of the digital economy, 
ultimately relies on individuals and organizations trusting computing technology and trusting the organizations that provide product and services and that collect and retain data. That trust is less sturdy than it was several years ago because of incidences and successful breaches that have given rise to fears that corporate and personal data are being compromised and misused. Concern is increasing, too, about the ability of information systems to prevent data from being manipulated. The most recent national election heightened public awareness of that issue. In most cases, data manipulation is a more dangerous threat than data theft. In reviewing and analyzing the current state of cybersecurity, the Commission was mindful that much of the technology landscape in which cybersecurity policy is made is evolving rapidly. Indeed, technology advances almost always outpace policy developments. These scientific and technical advances change how our nation does business. They introduce new challenges and improve cybersecurity, but many organizations, if not most, rely on policies, frameworks, and standards that have not been updated to take these technological innovations into account. For example, the emergence of communication networks for household devices, transportation systems, public works, and all manner of business systems offers immense opportunities for innovation and efficiency, but it also presents significant security challenges. In the near future, an average household may have more connected devices than a medium-sized business enterprise today. Many people may also choose, or be medically required, to connect numerous devices to their own bodies. The Internet of Things facilitates linking an incredible range of devices and products to each other and the world. Although this connectivity has the potential to revolutionize most industries and many facets of everyday life, the possible harm that malicious actors could cause by exploiting these technologies to gain access to parts of our critical infrastructure, given the current state of cybersecurity, is immense. In September and October 2016, we saw first-hand evidence of this vulnerability created by interdependencies when Internet of Thing devices, built for basic consumer use, were used to create large-scale botnets, networks of devices infected with self-propagating malware, that executed crippling distributed denial-of-service DDoS, attacks. Recent Improvements and a Vision for the Future The Commission takes note of positive changes in both the private and public sector's approach to cybersecurity. In response to recurring challenges, companies have begun to prioritize cybersecurity, sometimes reflected in increased investment in their own cybersecurity, though it is important to recognize that an increase in spending does not necessarily result in an increase in security. The global market for cybersecurity products has attracted many entrepreneurs, technologists, and venture capitalists in Silicon Valley and other hubs of innovation. The key point is to ensure that this increase in innovation aligns with the needs of the digital economy. The boards of public companies and their shareholders have begun to take a strong interest in cyber threats as a tangible business risk, factoring cybersecurity and associated risks and needs into their decisions on what markets to enter, what information technology products to purchase, and what companies to do business with or to acquire. The Obama administration has launched a series of aggressive initiatives to spur federal agencies to improve their cybersecurity readiness and performance. To play catch-up with the private sector, federal agencies have been directed to improve their governance, systems, and personnel to advance cyber-related security, as exemplified by the 2015 series of Cyber Sprints, which were executed in response to the Office of Personnel Management, OPM, breach. 
while the results of the cyber sprints were encouraging, it should not have taken the largest data breach in U.S. government history to trigger these actions. It is important to note that state governments have brought new energy to dealing with their own cybersecurity challenges and are making noteworthy improvements in resource-constrained environments, although their progress has been slower than desired. Cybersecurity is now an explicit consideration as organizations in the private sector and at all levels of government review their workforce readiness and needs. We are not yet seeing consumer demands for cybersecurity and privacy protections as forces influencing the market, but the increase in incidents, coupled with a better understanding about the risks and relative security of various products and services, may soon change that. The Commission expects companies and other organizations to be incentivized to acknowledge cybersecurity concerns as more companies offer cyber insurance policies, which will likely take into account a company's cybersecurity risk management practices when deciding whether to underwrite a risk and when setting premium levels. Companies, large and small, as well as government agencies and other organizations, now have more tools at their disposal to assess and take action to better understand and respond to cyber risks. The Framework for Improving Critical Infrastructure Cybersecurity, better known as the Cybersecurity Framework, is a case in point. Called for by a presidential executive order in 2013 and introduced a year later in a collaborative private-public effort, this voluntary framework is now being used by organizations of all sizes and types across the economy to assess and prioritize cyber risks and the actions to reduce them. Once organizations are enabled to better manage those risks, they can make informed decisions about how to apply scarce resources to yield the greatest value. The framework is being adopted by federal and state agencies and by other organizations around the country, and it is garnering interest in other countries. The framework is a successful example of an innovative public-private solution, government-convened industry to create the framework. That type of collaboration also must be achieved in the areas of trust and privacy. In the near future, the United States must establish as a norm that technology reliably safeguards sensitive data, such as financial information, health records, and proprietary corporate information, including intellectual property. We need technology that protects the privacy of individuals while still making it possible to provide consumers and companies with immediate access to products and services on demand, even under adverse conditions. The Commission envisions a future in which technology can be prevented from causing physical harm to people or property, even if someone attacks a physical or digital network. America prides itself on fostering the individual entrepreneur, the independent and creative spirit, and the competitor who stands above all others. When it comes to tackling the host of cybersecurity challenges, we need those qualities. But we need joint efforts, collaboration, and cooperation even more. Government and industry each have different strengths and limitations in their cybersecurity capabilities. Mechanisms that clearly define public-private collaboration, joint planning, and coordinated response before, during, and after an event are critical and must be effectively developed. No technology comes without societal consequences. The challenge is to ensure that the positive impacts far outweigh the negative ones and that the necessary trade-offs are managed judiciously. In doing so, we can and must manage and significantly lower cybersecurity risks, while at the same time protecting privacy and other civil liberties. We must also put in place forward-thinking, coherent, and cohesive policies, developed in a transparent process, that enable our institutions and our individuals to innovate 
and take advantage of the opportunities created by new technology. It is against this backdrop of current challenges and a vision for the more secure future that the Commission members have developed this report's imperatives and recommendations. This Commission was charged with developing recommendations for ensuring the growth and security of the digital economy, today and into the future, Identifying underlying goals and principles as a basis for those recommendations was important to the Commission's approach. So, too, was developing top-level imperatives and prioritizing specific actions to make the recommendations actionable. The following pages describe those imperatives, recommendations, and action items, presented in a table in Appendix 1. They are based on input from private and public sector experts and the Commissioners themselves, and reflect a consensus among members of this Commission. End of section three. Recording by Todd.